Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Sacred Books of Britney Spears. Uh, I'm Aaron, and as always, I'm joined with my co-host, John Wayne. Hey, And I'm feeling... I'm feeling kind of um, funky. I'm sure people out there in the world will uh, sympathize. I've definitely been playing video games a lot to uh, alleviate some of the you know, time spent alone. And my sleeping pattern and diet have completely gone to shit. And Welcome to the rest of the world. I don't know how to fix it because honestly... There's nothing quite like playing video games at one in the morning for a few hours when the world is quiet, you know? So why change it? Do you have to yet? I mean, we're recording this around noon on a Saturday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't be calling people out on what they're doing at what time. Why does it matter that we're doing this at noon? Noon's a perfect time. People eat lunch all over the world at noon. Well, well, no, I, I only bring that up because I've only slept for a few hours and well, then that's the life of a real gamer. So I hear so, you don't have any, have, have you ever played video games? I think, I know you play, I know you've talked about playing Dungeons and the Demons, but, uh, mm-hmm. do you play video games? I, I stick to board games. I don't like okay. the whole digital stuff. You know, right? Really eats you at your a... eats at your eats at your mind, man. That's what I'm feeling like. Um, I'll but, sit there and I'll. But what? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm just saying. Okay. But I know the life of the gamer. I I have these hoodlums that come in here and you know throw books and stuff. That yeah. They you obviously haven't got a lot of sleep. They look like gamers. <laughs> what does a gamer look like? They got like the dark rings around their eyes. They're very, <laughs> and they're not average looking. They're either very thin or they're they're extra beardy. Like there's a term for it called like the neck beard. Right. I've, or they're uh, really thin and they just eat and drink whatever they want. Like loads of Mountain Diet Mountain Dew. I say Diet yeah. Mountain Dew, but regular Mountain Dew. Right. The uh, yeah, I definitely feel like I'm. Li- I feel like my body shape is leaning towards one of those. Um, it's kind of embarrassing to, uh, yeah, to uh, look in the mirror and see your double chin, but like vertically. Mm. Um, so yeah, I definitely need to. Um, it's definitely kind of becoming apparent, you know, and it, it's kind of frustrating because I might be. I've got a couple different video games I'm playing and there might be one where it's just kind of like an open world where you can do what you want and build and craft and mine for resources. And it's like six hours later and I'm like, how is my life better for having spent six hours building stables for my horses, which are just <laughs> pixels on the screen? <laughs> you know, what's funny is that people can spend so much time doing that in a game, but then like in real life they can't do the exact same stuff but maybe that's the joy of it is that you're doing things that you wouldn't or can't do in real life yeah say although they probably could like could you build a stable for horses in real life yeah sure we'll get some wood some nails i mean i don't know if you know 
gathering those resources would be as easy as it is in the game. But... I don't think so. They'll get a little hatchet, start whacking at a tree, trying to get wood to make... No, I think that'd be a bigger process. <laughs> With my hand. I, I suspect that that would be a problem. Hmm. But, um, yeah, it's definitely... I mean, I remember... I mean, honestly, last night I finished my horse tables and I rem it was like, you yeah. know, six in the morning and I was so satisfied and I was so proud of myself. <laughs> but now that I'm sitting here admitting it. <laughs> that's that's why that's why whenever I play Dungeons and Demons and stuff, I don't know. I It's not like the first thing I tell people because I don't know. There, there's a kind of a stigma attached to gamers and. Mm -hmm. Ner nerdy kind of games like that because not everyone is into that. Not everyone understands. But the same way that they would judge a gamer, I'm going to judge someone that goes out and socializes and goes to the bar and spends, you know, hundreds of dollars on, you know, alcoholic drinks just to socialize. And I mean, what do they get at the end of the night? What are they doing? Is that absolutely any, is that any better than you sitting up building a stable all night? No, absolutely. And the truth is. That feeling Monday morning or, you know, there's that old expression, you know, Monday morning or Sunday morning when you get your bank statement or when you see your credit card <laughs> bill, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm like, I feel lucky the fact that I have low tolerance for alcohol and I can't drink because there have been guys who, I mean, let's be honest, my, you know, I don't have a lot of hard nose. I don't even have a lot of soft nose when it comes to what relationships. A hard no is like, okay, so for me... Oh, when you said hard nose, I'm thinking a nose. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, or a hard pass. You know, there's definitely a oh. couple hard passes. Smoking and, like, basically smoking, you know, cigarettes. But, like, a soft pass, probably drinking, you know, because I've been in yeah. relationships with people that like to drink. But then if your idea of, hey, let's go out, is going to bars drinking that's you know what i mean like there's just so many other things to do but so that's probably a soft pass but meaning there might be people who socially drink you know like we'll have drinks if we go out but mm -hmm. my idea of a good time is not going to gay bars and drinking you know yeah so i guess i never understood the concept of people just drinking socially like, I guess there's some beverages that taste good, mm -hmm. like alcoholic, but normally I don't know. Like, sure, yeah. I, I guess I don't mind sipping a good whiskey because I think whiskey has more of like a, ah, like it's kind of like a, like a little burning sensation mm -hmm. that's kind of fun, I guess, or like a, yeah. a, a mezcal. Like, it just kind of like, like, you know, treats your mouth to a little uh, orgy in a way. And it's like, oh, that's fun. But like most drinks, like, I don't think they have like much effect. Like, you know, some people, but like, I guess some people are, have a weaker tolerance. So like maybe for them, it's like, Ooh, one drink. I'm tipsy. I like it. This yeah. is social drinking. Whereas like, I'm like, I don't have like a, a barrier. And I'm just like, Oh, we're drinking. Here we go. See you <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> right. I mean, I've definitely, I mean, to be honest now, it's probably been a couple of years since I've actually had a drink, but that's good. The, if, if it was a regular world and mm. some friends said, Hey, you want to go out? We're going to go dancing. Mm. And I know that dancing means probably going to a, a bar or club with alcohol before or after. 
I'll have a drink because I know that that will loosen me up. Mm-hmm. But the idea that, <laughs> hey, let's go out and we, you know, we're going to just bar hop the whole night, the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then, and then wake up and on Sunday morning or Saturday morning and start the whole thing over again. Yeah, that just, and I guess for me, because I've always had low tolerance for alcohol, it just, I don't understand the point of spending money on alcohol because if, if there's one thing that hasn't changed in the last few thousand years, it's the fact that it's $7 for a ginger ale at a bar or a club, you know, and $15 for a well cocktail. Convenience fee, man. People. What's convenient about that? Oh, the fact that I just go in and they make it? Yeah, they're they're making it for you right then and there. And, you know, if you want to hang out at this place, then you have to pay the extra fee for the drink if that's yeah. what you want while you're there. To get fucking cranberry juice and that's vodka. Why people, that's why people started, they started that thing called pre-gaming. Right. It's a lot more cheaper. But then you get like, then people come out already wasted. And then like, <laughs> then they're already wasted when they go out and they're like, uh, what? I'll take a fourteen dollar drink. I need another drink. <laughs> Luckily for me, I can pre-game. I can pre-game. I can pre-game. <laughs> I can pre-game on like Nyquil and seltzer. Man, that would have been funnier for if I didn't fuck that up. <laughs> I um, can pre I can. I'm pre-game right now. I'm pre. I've pretty pre-game. Yeah. I mean, I I get I get a little tipsy on Nyquil on a uh, cough medicine, so. But just to be clear, in the in the in the religion, Brittany, mm-hmm. um, in the Church of Brittany, um, she's all for like she doesn't have moderation because I know like in other religions they're like oh you can drink in moderation which is funny because in their other religions they're like part of the thing is like giving wine out mm-hmm. or like if we go way back the 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 guy J C. Mm-hmm. He used to supposedly turn uh, water into wine, and I'm like, "How do you not get drunk if a dude's doing that?" I think that there have been stories of some of these religions in the past that really had a lot of contradictory viewpoints when it came to science and religion, and mm. you know, alcoholism and the way you treat women. So it's it's really interesting that. Uh, that we've become a lot more enlightened, you know, well, I, and, I and Brittany's a lot more a lot flowing. To, I think the popularity of the church of Brittany in these times. You're pausing. I thought you were talking. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. There was a long pause. And there was, I thought I was done. Oh yeah. I, I feel like the popularity is the fact that a, she's right, but B, you know, she really does speak about the fact that, you know, we don't pretend that she's this, you know, um, larger than life. I mean, we, we know she was a real person. She said these words and it's just a matter of, Hey, you know what? She actually knew what she was kind of talking about, you know, and she told her story so we could all learn from them. I mean, I think most people have been in situations where they've liked someone or they didn't like someone or, they were telling someone off, you know, and her words can be a guide. And, and if you've got problems where you like someone who doesn't like that, bless you. Yeah. Sorry. 
But yeah, if you've got problems where you like someone that doesn't like you back, man, I mean, we've already only done two books and there've probably been a dozen examples of how to handle it. Yeah. When someone doesn't like you back. So yeah, there's just a wealth of knowledge to help you out, to help people out. So wait, hold on a second. Did we miss something? I'm so new to this. When's Britmas? No, we. T- uh, it's coming up. It'll be next week. Oh, okay. Whew. Yep. I, I got worried and thought I missed it for a second. Well, you know, we don't know exactly her exact birthday. We know oh. that it's. Um, the legend says that it's sometime in the um, early early month, the last month of the year, December. Mm-hmm. But we, what we did. Um, you know, many other religions in the past have co-opted, you know, the re- religions that they took over, except they didn't, they didn't come out and say it. They just sort of pretended and no, we just flat out said it. We're like, okay, well, we're just going to take over, you know, Christmas, you know, and, and it's still some of the similar traditions, but it, we just call it Britmas now. So yeah, yeah, it's an exciting time of the year, you know, full of traditions um, definitely have the tree, you know, and, uh, it's just an opportunity to sort of basically show your neighbors by decorating your house, how much, you know, it, it Christmas is a lot about, is a lot about showing off. Yeah. You know, and we said, Hey, you know what? We can do that too. So with the idea of Britmas, it's really about you know, because Brittany has all these stories where she's trying to stand up for herself and show that she doesn't need anybody. She doesn't need her, this man or she doesn't need this person or she doesn't need this friend. You know, she's her own strong, independent woman. And so that's what Christmas is. It's about decorating your house, you know, to show off to your neighbors. I don't need, you know, I don't need your judgment. I don't need your approval. You know, it's about saying, hey, I have the biggest Christmas tree, you know. Interesting. It's it's really yeah it's really it's very um, commercial, you know. Interesting, yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny that it would be so commercial, um, based off of what I read and know about Britney. Like, I feel like she'd be one to be like, no, I'm gonna do my own thing. So it's interesting. It is. Uh, are there like special decorations because? Again, this is going to be my first official Britmas that I'm actually. It in. is, and of course, Natalie is. She's all for it. Like she can't wait. Britmas mm-hmm. this, Britmas that. She's already started decorating, but she is also still new uh, mm-hmm. as well. And she's like, "Oh, I don't know what certain decorations I'm supposed to hang. I don't know. Yeah, all the t- traditions, like you know, like the whole like putting the snake on, and then like." running around the tree type situation like you know there's a few things that we're unfamiliar with or they're like or like the singing the the britmas carols that they have absolutely a few of her um her books yeah absolutely doing that which is absurd to me i think because you're just creating a whole different yeah it's ridiculous well yeah the the famous one is obviously you know, passing the snake around and then definitely doing laps around the tree, you know. Um, so the legend has it that she once 
performed that same ritual in front of hundreds, if not thousands of agilent fans, yeah. adorant fans, you know, walking around with this python, you know, just showing her godliness and her, you know, obviously the python was a metaphor for a penis, you know what I mean? And her saying, look, I'm in charge, you know, yeah. I've got this thing. It's both wrapped around me, but I'm also lifting it and carrying it. Yeah. I mean, it shows, it's, 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 it's a, what's the word um, I'm looking for here? Like metaphor. (laughs) No, not a, uh, so if we go further back in history, there was like native tribes that would perform ceremonies. Uh huh. I'm trying to look for the word that I was looking for, but it's in a way it's like a ceremony, but it's more of a way of her showing off her bravery or like for someone and now we 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 have um um idolized it by doing this ceremony during Britmas because obviously it celebrates her birth and her life and so we, we represent this and like I'm brave, I'm strong. Look at me. Has Natalie have you and her figured out who's gonna be wearing the red leather patent red patent leather suit, you know, coming down the chimney? Um, well, I don't think anyone's actually going to be coming down the chimney, but, uh, as we don't have one here. Um, oh, you, okay. Yeah. But I, 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 I highly suggested she's the one that wears it and I'm, I think she's more into that than I would be anyway. Can we take a quick break? A few moments later. Next week. On next week's episode is, uh, you know, this is actually our penultimate episode of season two, John Wayne. Or what? Penultimate. What is that? Our, uh, the, the, the thing before the last thing. Oh. So like the penultimate book, the penultimate um, album, you know? Got it. Yeah. So we have uh, one more episode next week. You know, it's going to be exciting. We've got some guests coming on. And, yeah, we're going to hear about everybody's, you know, Britmas traditions and what they're excited for. So, yeah. Yeah. Good times. All right. Did, um, how's your week been going? Same as usual. Yeah. Just sitting around. Nothing exciting here. Do you think, so you lived your life a certain kind of way before the pandemic. You live your life during the pandemic in probably a similar kind of way. Yeah, my, my, life's, my life hasn't changed too much. You know, I just obviously don't go out as often. Mm-hmm. Although, like, I didn't really go out that much to begin with, so. Obviously, as everyone knows, you know, this isn't a spoiler, but yeah, there's progress on a vaccine. There's progress on what life could look like next year. Has the pandemic made you, I don't know, miss anything or wish that things were different or, you know? I don't think so. I think I'm, I think I'm content and happy almost, you know, with it because it gives me a reason to like, Oh dang, I can't come over. I can't go out. (laughs) My bad. You know, pandemic virus. Sorry. Right. 
So like, it's not like I'm getting invited to like these things. So whereas before your excuse was, I had to come up with something like, Oh, sorry guys. Yeah. I got to transcribe all night. Oh, sorry. We got a whole new shipment of books in and I got to, you know, like I still wouldn't do it, but then I had to lie and then feel guilty <laughs> for it. Right. And, but and now so, you just have that built in. Yeah. And now that I'm, you know, seeing someone kind of newer, she's going to mm-hmm. want me to probably, she, maybe she likes to go out. I don't know. We kind of met during the pandemic sort of. Yeah. So, so we've been, you guys met like, right at the beginning. Yeah. So it's been kind of like, Oh, this is convenient, but now it's going to be like, then what is she going to want me to go out, go pick flowers? You know, I don't, Hey, come see my dances. I'm sorry. I got transcribed. Are you, have you seen her dance? Um, no, I don't think so. Like anytime that she's been practicing or doing something somewhere in the library, I just kind of like keep walking. I don't stop and watch her. I don't know. Yeah. Have you guys talked about your, I mean, is she just going to continue staying there? I mean, it seems like it's going well, except for, you know, obviously occasionally she vanishes, but other than that, you I know. mean, it's, it's, it's not going bad. So I yeah. mean, it's one of those things like sometimes I feel like a relationship just goes on because you're like, well, nothing bad happened. So, I guess we'll see where this goes. I mean, I guess it's one of those things where people, I don't usually think of if you, if two people move in together and they, you know, is, is moving out, but still remaining a couple. Does that ever happen? Like, do people ever do that? Remain a couple, like move out and remain a couple. Yeah. Like if they decide that they can't live together. Do they well, like move? How are you going to be able to be in a relationship? You can't live. With, I mean, I guess you can be in, I, that would be a very interesting relationship that you're like, we just can't live together, but we do like being around each other. Yeah. We like I each other. Think... The sex is amazing. When we go out, we enjoy talking on the phone, like all of these things. However, I don't like sharing a bathroom with them, nor do I like sharing a kitchen with them. You know, do you think that would be doable? Like, could you live your entire life living separate from the one you like your loved one? I, can I be, totally honest with you i actually yeah. didn't bring this up because of this but it's actually a coincidence last night so i've slept in a i've slept in a queen size bed for the longest time okay mm-hmm. i like to be able to switch sides and roll around Poor bessie i can't believe bessie's i'm glad bessie's not here to hear that but go ahead she had a queen size bed it was just used <laughs> We got it secondhand and it was clean. The guy, we got it at a clean place, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. okay. But, and she had a memory foam. I don't have memory foam, you know? Uh, interesting. I didn't know it was memory foam. But last night I was tossing and turning and I realized, oh, I do. I toss and turn quite a bit. You know, I'm not really a, I don't understand people who are side stomach or back sleepers because I just roll around all night, you know? Yeah. I have, if my pillow, gets too warm, it'll wake me up. And then I have to like flip my pillow around. And I thought to myself, man, it's been so long since I've been in a relationship. Can I share a bed with someone again? Or will someone want to sleep in the same bed with me? Cause I toss and turn, you know? And see, I never, I, I, I never understood that though, but go ahead, finish what you were saying. Well, I was only bringing that up into, in the sense of, I think, I don't know. I mean, I, Maybe I might be better off 
being with someone and we live, you know, kind of separate lives, but we see each other all the time. We talk all the time. We hang out all the time. But, you know, I don't know if I want someone coming in here and, you know, I come home one day and the kitchen is rearranged. You yeah. Know? Or I all of a sudden my setup in the bathroom with my little baskets is like rearranged because I have to make room for their stuff. You know, I don't know. I, well, see, that's the crazy thing about relationships. Everyone, everyone's so different. Everyone is so different and has their own personality and their own habits. And you're mm-hmm. asking two different people that like each other. They're attracted to each other. They like their, the other, some of the person's traits. They like they're kind, they're loyal, they're honest. They're, you know, they're thoughtful, you know, they're sweet and say nice things or, you know, like, for whatever reason you find this person and you like to be around them because they make, they make you laugh or they make you smile. And you're like, okay, I do enjoy being around this person. I do enjoy their energy, their presence. Uh-huh. But now you're asking, Oh, we should move in together because uh-huh. society has told us that's kind of what the relationship goes like the next step. Right. So let's move in together. Oh, wait, I like to sleep in while I get up early. Okay. Well, I'm going to sleep in until 10 cause I have nothing to do. Okay. Well, I'm going to get up at six. Uh, okay. Well, well, I'm I'm gonna get up at ten, and I'm gonna go to bed at like two. Okay. Well, I'm getting up at six. And I'm gonna go to bed at ten. Okay. Well, can you keep it down? Keep what? Can you can you use your headphones when you play your games? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I guess I can do that. So that's just one scenario. So uh, hypothetical. So, I assume. I, yeah. <laughs> sure, <laughs> hypothetical. So I'm just saying, like, you're coming across someone, and now you're like, you have two different habits, and, right? Because a relationship in the end is just a big compromise. Right. But it's like some people don't like to compromise. Some people are the alpha and they're like, nah, nah, nah. This is the way I've been doing it for 20 years and this is how it's going to keep going. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, I don't want to do it that way. Right. I put all my glasses in this shelf and I put all my pans down below. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't care. It's fucking chaos. I put it wherever it fits, you know? Like, is that something you can deal with? I can't. (laughs) Like, I don't, I I never got the concept of sleeping in the same bed because like you said, people move around a lot. I, I hardly ever, the, the few times that I've tried to sleep in the same bed with someone doesn't go well. And Natalie on the top bunk, I, I hear her moving around all the time. Like she'll like twitch and kick and all sorts of things. So I'm like, I, I am so glad she's on the top bunk. Was was having the bunks, I don't remember, but was having the bunks from like day one when you guys started living together or like how did how did sleeping in separate bunks, where did that come from? It's a really good question and one that doesn't really need a great answer. Um, but yeah, it didn't it didn't always start that way. Like I said, we 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 tried it out and, you know, we decided the bunk wasn't big enough for the both of us and we just didn't sleep very well. And so right. we're like, we both like the bottom bunk over the top bunk and that's where it came competition. Like, nah, I got here first. You got to go to the top bunk. Cause we can't, it's not big enough. Sorry. Isn't it funny that your two major relationships have been with people that you can't sleep with, you know, sleep in the same bed with. And that's fine. No, that's just interesting. You know, I don't think so. Oh, 
I think it's I think it's normal for me. I think it's okay. I think That's it's true. okay. Why why is it why is it weird? Because you sleep in the same bed with your partner? Okay, let me rephrase that. Not weird, but an, a coincidence, you know, an interesting coincidence. But I guess it makes sense to be attracted to someone that's similar and you'd end up having that in common too, you know? Well, I mean, for all I know, maybe Natalie does want to sleep in the same bed with me, but we've compromised and she knows that's just my thing and she's okay with that. Right. Huh. Yeah, that is, um, I guess that'll be an interesting bridge to cross when I get there. Yeah. But I still have to figure out how to get all these older women to stop spamming my <laughs> dating accounts. Um, what's going to be exciting is today's words will probably give us insight into sort of the same conversation because today we're doing book two, chapter 14, Heart. Kind of exciting. The season's almost done. I, uh, man, hard to think about, but... She, you know, she tells us, you know, and this is, man, this is an interesting one. And I got to say, I've always approached Brittany's words. You know, I've, I'm a pretty literal person. Yeah. You know, um, I think anyone who's listened to this podcast over the last year, you know, that's an easy guess, you know, and Bessie and you, but yeah, Bessie and Natalie have really opened my eyes to what's possible. If you imagine something being a metaphor. You know, mm-hmm. if you imagine, well, maybe, you know, when, I don't know, hypothetically, if the word is, I want you to finish on me. Well, that might not be exactly what you think it is when you first hear it. You know, it or might maybe mean it something is. else. Or maybe it is, you know, but it's just, it's a world of possibility, you know. Mm-hmm. And her words today, you know, heart. I know I've been hard on you. I'm sorry for the things I put you through before you start to break on me or ask for sympathy. I need to make you see, oh, heart, I'm not sure it's been long enough to say what I feel is really love. There's just one way to learn. Sometimes we'll get hurt, and right now it's your turn. And clearly, well, I shouldn't say clearly, but for the longest time, you know, I thought she was talking about someone or she was talking to someone named Heart, Mm. you know? And maybe mm-hmm. that the name was just in fashion yeah. 2,000 years ago, you know? Well, I mean, there's a lot of weird names. I've, I've read about, like, people being named Apple and Shoe. Right. You know, Tree, Doorknob. Like, there was, there was a lot of weird names back then. So it doesn't surprise well, me someone being named Hart. Man. Names. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, you know, for the longest time, I thought, you know, she was speaking to someone, but, you know, maybe not. Maybe it's, you know, because I mean, if you're speaking to actually someone, you know, mm-hmm. look, there's just one way to learn, you know, hey, here's the lesson you're going to learn, mystery person named Hart. Sometimes we're going to get hurt and right now it's your turn, you know, well, here's and it's the like she's going to do a running kick at him. <laughs> Well, see, here's the beauty of Brittany's words is she she speaks and she's written it in a way that you could easily just fill in your name or someone's name. And she's right because she's speaking to us through her words. And so in theory, while she says heart and she could be talking to herself, but in essence, she's really talking to all of us, her followers. And she's saying, 
hey, you, I know I've been hard on you. You know, and she's saying like, and she's kind of using the, the metaphor that, you know, I've been hard as in like, I'm life because, you know, she's, she is, she's everything now. So like, uh -huh. she's been hard on us because just what we reference, you know, life now, our life, you know, I know I've been hard on you. I know life's been hard on you. Sorry. You know, you've been through some tough stuff. Yeah. But before you break down, you know, you have my sympathy. Like I've been there, but I need you to see all this stuff. You know, you still got some more time to go, man. Hang in there. Don't yeah. give up. And you might get hurt. And in fact, it's you, you will, cause it's your time, you know, and she does one of those famous moves where she runs at you, grabs your head and flips you over her shoulder, you know? Mm. Yeah. Or they're the Hypothetically. one where she puts your, your head in like kind of like a headlock and then she like uh -huh. flips you over and back. Right. You know, those famous, you know, those famous, those, uh, those gladiator warriors from a long time ago, you oh, know, yeah. when they would have yeah, their, yeah. when they have their matches. People used to love that stuff. That was really yeah. popular. When they would take chairs, you know, mm -hmm. from the outside of the the combat the combat zone, you know. Well, that was just commitment. Like that was just. Yeah, I mean, jumping up on the jumping up on the posts, you know, and uh, jumping on top of your opponent and slamming your elbow into their back, and yet yeah. somehow, not only were you a warrior for disabling your opponent, but then your opponent was somehow able to survive that, and get up. Well, those guys were just those guys were just yeah, machines beasts. back then. Like, yeah, ridiculous. And you want okay. to talk about yeah? Go ahead. I was just gonna say I'm pretty sure a lot of those guys weren't completely human. I don't know right. what the technology was back at that time necessarily, but they were pretty advanced. So I wasn't surprised if they yeah. were like half robot by then. Well, and the fact that you know, legend has it that so many of those matches there would be twists and turns, you know, where it would be obvious that somebody was winning, but then all of a sudden something would change. And the person you thought was losing the whole time would turn around and do some amazing move and turn to the audience and shake their body and scream and then turn around and like slam their opponent, you know, well, and I then mean, it's just as likely for it to twist rich. again. Say that again? Twist again. I said, I was going to say, I'm sure some of those fights were rigged. Yeah, that's 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 what it was all about. Things. It was all about the fans, man. Those guys went crazy for you know they would stop and turn, like you said, and shout at their, the fans because they love right. that stuff. And then as soon as they would do it, I don't know why they didn't learn their lesson. They would get hit with the chair, like you said. You know, I tend to think of those stories the same way that maybe a you know someone who's nine or ten mm -hmm. thinks about. Brittany in her red leather patent leather suit. Mm. I choose to believe and I want to hang on to my ignorance a little bit longer, you know, and just imagine these clash of scantily clad muscular men in their underwear <laughs> beating the hell out of each other. I, I, ju I just want to believe in the reality of that mm -hmm. for a little while longer, you know, Got it. I'm going to try but. to sit here and think more about Brittany rather than that. I mean, teach their own. <laughs> yeah, but sure. it's funny how Bessie and Natalie's influence on me has made me realize that these words, you know, maybe she's actually talking about her heart, like the heart that's beating in her chest, you know? 
you know, she's saying, give it time I'm, to her heart. Give it, hey, give it time. Help me through this heart because we can do this together. You're my strength. You're my soul. I need you now more than ever. Heart, all the hurt will be gone soon. If you'll, if you'll just keep on being strong, you'll always be my friend. So keep hanging on and we'll find love again. I mean, the fact that it actually kind of makes sense that she could be talking to herself because, I mean, obviously the girl has been through some stuff. If you think about all the stories that we've heard so far, all the relationship drama, the repetitive nature of like Britney's relationships, it wouldn't surprise me if she has to literally tell her heart, hey, relax, okay? I got you. You got me. We're in this together. You know, it's probably not going to end anytime soon. There's probably a lot more opportunities to make mistakes, you know? Again, I, I think this is her, like I said, either in a way talking to herself, but again, she's just written this down because it, it, it means it, you know, it's relevant to everyone that's that, that reads these words. Cause it, it's like, Oh, she's speaking to me, even though she's speaking to herself, she's speaking to all of us, but yeah, it's just saying, I think it's about, you know, whether it's heartbreak or it's loss or it's sadness, it's just, you know, sometimes the heart hurts. And she knows that. And there's yeah. just, and she knows that sometimes it's, it's going to hurt. Um, yeah. And, and one of the biggest themes of Brittany is to stay strong, be strong. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's boy or sometimes it's relationship drama. Sometimes you've just, you're eating too much saturated fat, you know, and your heart hurts and your doctor says you need to lose 30 pounds. And mm -hmm. so you buy an elliptical and you're not really using it that much because this is hypothetical, right? Hypothetical. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying hypothetically, you're yeah. walking through someone's life and, uh, you know what you got to do, but then you just end up playing video games till four in the morning, you know, building stables mm -hmm. hypothetically, you know, hypothetically. Or a big underground room for your map maker, you know, <laughs> <laughs> trying to find, you know, trying to build a big library and you're really excited about how big it is. But then when you actually look at it in scale of the rest of your village, you're like, holy shit, this thing is the big eyesore. Well, whenever now what am I going to do? Whenever hypothetically you get done <laughs> doing that and at least how how hurt would your heart be if like some creeper just suddenly came out of nowhere and blew it all up? Not that I know what a creeper is. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. If some creep just, yeah, creeper, creep. Yeah. Creep. That would, that, yeah. Or if hypothetically a raid of bad villagers came through and killed and slaughtered half of your villagers and you just stand there on the roof of one of your buildings just watching it happen because you're just sort of dumbfounded that you allowed it to happen in the first place. Hypothetically. Well, first of all, I don't know why you'd be playing in that mode then if you didn't want that to happen. I think that the I think that a person who was in that situation definitely beat themselves up and thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and they might have just said fuck it and went into creative mode and just like put it all back. <laughs> to normal, you know, yeah. but if that did happen, I would say, you know, I would point that person to these words, you know, and just mm -hmm. say, you know, kind of, you know, she finishes it off how she began. I know it's been hard on you, man. 
you put all that effort into building up those things, watching tutorials online, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sorry for the things I put you through. You know, I'm sorry that you've already beaten the whole damn game. You may as well just put it on easy. There's no point in like, <laughs> you know, doing that stuff anymore. You have Some everything people you need. like a challenge, man. Some people like to be challenged. They like to be tested. Well, that's true. But if you're going to not be okay with the consequences of that, you know, don't step into the arena. You know, if you're not okay getting hit by a chair, don't step in the arena. Yeah. You know, don't break on me. I need to make you see it wasn't me. Don't break on me. Yeah. Don't break your chair over my head. I'm not ready. Now, Mm -hmm. the interesting thing about this particular chapter Mm -hmm. at the end, she kind of includes a little role play that will lead us into next week's chapter. Oh, really? Yeah, at the end. Well, I didn't see that. Should we? Do you want to? Do you see it? You don't. You don't have it there in front of you. Yeah, I see it. So, do you? Um, I'll be Brittany, and you can be a. You can be Amanda. Does it have it broken down for you like that? It's just. It's just one line after the other. It's just back and forth, back and forth. Okay. Okay. So. I'll be Brittany, which is the first line, and you'll be Amanda. Okay. 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 Do you need to like get yourself ready? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So Amanda, what you guys doing your date last night? Oh my god, he was so sweet. He took me to eat and brought me roses. Aww. And then we went back to his house and watched movies. You went back to his house. Did you guys kiss? I'm not telling you that. Giggle. <laughs> Giggle. Oh, my God. You did. Look at that guy. He's that so me? cute. And he's looking over here. Be quiet. We got to be cool. Go talk to him. No. I'm too nervous. What, what would I, I say? say? Oh, that was yours. You got carried away. <laughs> Yeah, that, uh, you know, I got to say, even though we were kind of having fun with that, yeah, I, I miss that feeling right before a relationship happens when you're sort of, oh, yeah. you know, seeing someone cute, you know, and you make the first move and yeah. I think that, I think that's one of the reasons why people have affairs and cheat all the time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, honestly, I think people like they love that feeling of that first connection and being like, oh, they're interested in me. Oh, let's flirt. Let's talk. Mm, oh, he's really into me. Like for some reason, there's some like weird extra. Uh, what are those like feelings? The little vibes. Uh-huh. Vibes, like, I think. Nah, the stimulus, like stimulus, like, yeah, something like that. It's a thing that gives you that tingly feeling that like makes your downstairs tingle, you know? It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something there. Like, I get it. I've been there. But, like, I think I'm, like, you know, old enough now where I'm, like, yeah, well. And then you got to deal with all the other bullshit. But. Yeah. But I, I understand it. But. I mean, you got, you got a phone number on a receipt. And it's like, look. <laughs> are you, you know, trust me. I'm prickly. You know. <laughs> people people I, like being liked. Yeah, that's true. People like being liked, and then they like it when it's when it's returned. You know, 
the deep sigh. No, it's just, um, you know, one day, you know, it's time to focus really, you know, I, I think I said this last week, you know, definitely want to focus on myself this year. I mean, at the end of the day, you don't really want to go into a relationship or looking for a relationship or starting a relationship if you're not really cool with yourself, you know? Yeah. That's true. If you're, you know, it's one thing to have little insecurities because we all have them. But if mm. you're really unhappy with yourself, and I'm not saying that, hey, if you're unhappy with yourself, you need to fix yourself. Sometimes that just might mean talking to someone and, you know, working through your past, you know, and why you feel the way that you do. So that way you don't bring that, because you don't want to bring that baggage into a relationship. You know what I mean? Right. And so... Even me. I mean, I have all these words and I, I help people and people seek me out. And that's one of my great joys is being able to offer help and guidance. You know, I mean, sometimes, like I have said in the past, I'll hear through the grapevine that my advice went sour and, you know, I'll never see either party at, at the church again. But I know that there have been plenty of people that have been helped, you know, a good percentage of people. You know, if, if I was if I was a website that was based on reviews, I think I would be a good out of five stars. You know, I'd be a good 4.5, 4.6, you know, mm. you can't please everybody. No, you know, but Cannot. for the most part, you know, we've got some, you know, we've got a lot of strong fours and fives out there and <laughs> I'm okay with that, you know? So that, that's kind of what I'm taking from this. Everybody out there listening, you know, a, you could be talking to a real person, but let's say hypothetically you're talking to yourself. You're talking to your heart, you know? There's an old expression from a really long time ago. If you can't love yourself, then how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? And it's true, you know? And in this case, in this chapter, loving yourself means, you know, your heart, your, your physical heart. You know, take care of it. Treat it right. Be easy on it. Have a blend of poly and monosaturated fats also, you know, trust me, don't have a lot of animal fat. It's you're just going to end up at the doctor taking medication. What about you? Any, any pearls of wisdom for our listeners? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, again, I, I think Brittany is very, she harps on, on the all being strong. I think this is another, this is another chapter of, in another way of being strong and letting your, you know, being easy on yourself as well, because mm -hmm. like your heart's going to hurt. It's, it's very similar to the, she, she's comes close to another uh, old religion of, I think it's like Buddhism it's like you know pain is only temporary and i think and she's kind of saying that in this like your heart's gonna hurt it'll go away you'll be because she even says all the hurt will soon be gone so it's the same concept pain is temporary like in the sooner you can grasp that pain is only temporary and that it will be gone yeah the sooner it's gone because you accept that so i think that's uh that's what my takeaway is like that. Yeah. It reminds me of that concept. Pain is temporary. 
and you're it's you're gonna be in pain. You're gonna hurt. It's a, it's inevitable. You know, people die. Hell, we die. Now I need a drink. I feel like I need a drink <laughs> after that. <laughs> I just don't know if I have any mojito mix. I mean, uh, any, uh, well, I just realized that's just, I definitely have mint, but I don't know if I have any limes, but you'll just have to go raid the, uh, church winery again. The, I'm a little bit nervous for next week only because, you know, it's been, we've been doing this for actually over a year. We started it last September or October, November, but it, uh, we had a couple technical issues. And so we've actually got a couple episodes that never made it onto the air because, you know, technically it just wasn't great. So we started up in January, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm just season two is almost done. And, uh, I've got, I've, I'm really, uh, I know we're going to get into some of this. I know we'll, I know we'll wrap up the season, but no, I've really enjoyed getting to know you further. And, uh, I'm glad that technology has allowed this to sort of mm-hmm. actually no. before I say that it was weird at first when we uh, were sort of in lockdown and technology separated us and, and at first yeah. it was kind of clunky. It feels now normal. You know, it doesn't feel clunky anymore. Sure. Um, I'm definitely excited to sort of see people again, but thankfully this exists, you know, so we're able to continue helping people. On their right. on their spiritual journey, you know, and I was able to meet Natalie and, you know, Aaron and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey everybody, if you have any stories you want to share, please hit us up www.brittanydo at gmail.com. I'm gonna keep saying it until one of you does it. Okay, so please send us your thoughts. You can find us Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you listen. Um, subscribe. So that we get new episodes because, you know, next week is our last episode. We might have one episode after that where we kind of wrap up season two, but, you know, we're not going to be coming back, I think, until March. And so, you know, yeah, you definitely want to subscribe so you can be notified when we're going to come back. But uh, you can find us on Instagram, Do, And yeah, love you guys. John Wayne, thank you. Thank you. And everybody... Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Take care. Bye. Come back now, y'all. <laughs> as a, I am as a so good at podcast endings. <laughs>